Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Miles Turner. Three. Gamer, Gamer. Oh, Miles. Oh. Rebound. Halliburton. Hold on, he held on it too long. Nemhard away. Yeah, baby. Got it. The rookie And that's how the Pacers took down the Lakers, 116 to 115. Andrew Nebhart with the three, and, and he held it. He held it like he was MJ. Just wanted everyone to see the perfect form of that three-point shot. Tony Katz, good to be with you. The Pacers, you see, they're a good team. The Pacers right now are a very good team. The Colts losing to the Steelers on Monday Night Football 24 to 17, and it wasn't that close are a bad team. That's just the way it is. JMV joins us right now from 93.5107.5. The fan, and I'll start with the Colts game uh, because I got to start somewhere, Um, that the Colts were able to tie it up is certainly, or actually take the lead, is certainly very good. But you got to wonder whether that was more luck than reality because they did not play well in that first half at all. It was an abomination. Matt Ryan cannot throw, and this team couldn't stop a run. No, this team uh, this team lost to a, a team that sucks. And, yes, they're in it because the Steelers suck. That's why they were in it. Okay, they came out of the half, Tony, and they had a, a bit of a spark. I mean, how would you not have a spark after what you just described? The first half was maybe some of the worst football any of us has ever seen and now we're talking about this Colts team near the bottom of the NFL for good reason because they simply can't do anything right this whole season's been a joke and when you think about it the Colts have told us what they were going to do what we should expect they're going to win the AFC South they're going to get a home playoff game you know expect them to be a presence in the postseason you know what they've accomplished absolutely nothing Tony I'll tell you what else it's not like they're going to magically snap their fingers and this thing is going to be back and competitive next year. I think because the way this has been put together and the outcome we have seen from the construction of Chris Ballard, this is set back for more than a year now. So I think you can expect next year kind of a feeling out process with whatever quarterback they're going to end up drafting. But this season has been an absolute joke, and it starts at the top with Chris Ballard. Does it start at the top with Chris Ballard, or does it start at the top with Jim Irsay? Yeah, Jim Irsay's right there, too. There's no question. I'm just talking about the construction of the team. Yeah, I mean, Jim Irsay is right there, too, as the owner, because he's the one that I'm talking about that says, hey, this is what we're going to do here. This is what we're going to do there. This is what this fan should expect. So in that part of it, there is no doubt. But the construction of it and where they are, considering where the rest of the NFL is going right now, think about this for a moment, Tony. That Steelers team that came in here and got that win, that three-win team, now four-win team in Pittsburgh, at the very least, they have a head start on a bad season with a quarterback that they're going to form and be their guy for the future. The Colts don't have anything anywhere near 
that. And this all starts with the construction of Chris Ballard. This is an absolute disaster. Now, I will say to you that when you've gone one and two under your new coach, you question why you ever got rid of Frank Reich uh, to begin with. But uh, let's say that Frank Reich had to go, and we may all well agree with that. For anything they want to tell me about Jeff Saturday bringing a spark to this team, did the Colts play like they had a spark last night? Not in the first half, they didn't. It seemed like that something got to them in the second. I'll give them credit for that, I guess. A small amount of credit. Because, I mean, you're in front of your home crowd on a Monday night for the first time since 2015. And, you know, organizationally, all you've done is cry about having a home Monday night game or home prime time games. And this is how, you know, you answer the bell whenever you're finally getting one you know, on that main stage. So I'm not going to give them a lot of credit for that because they played so awful in that first half. But, yeah, I think it's kind of worn off. And, Tony, we'd actually talked about this before. We kind of wondered after that Vegas game, was that a shot in the arm of, you know, this is not only who we're playing because Vegas stinks, but this is also it's new and we're hearing a new voice. And we're going to see how long-lasting that is. Oftentimes, maybe you can ride it out a little bit longer. But in this case, it seems like it was kind of a fleeting shot in the arm that has just kind of faded away because when you come down to it, Tony, you get back to what is the grassroots of this team and how it's built, and especially with that offensive line. And it always starts there. Didn't protect in that first half last night. As you mentioned, Matt Ryan can't throw it. He's got a noodle arm, and that offense is an absolute mess, and that's what you expect. And, again, nothing against Jeff Saturday. I don't know Jeff Saturday could turn out to be Vince Lombardi. I'm not sure. I don't think he handled the clock. Uh, very well last night, and that's something I'm sure we'll talk about. But, you know, I think it's just been a shot in the arm and a combination of that first game that they faced a bad football team. But reality, I think, right now, Tony is setting in with his football team. Talking to JMV of 93.5, The Fan, I will leave the clock management conversation to you. Uh, and and uh, another time, uh, we should note that the Steelers ran for 172 yards last night, and I don't think this is a ringing endorsement of this defense uh, at all. The question is, is Matt Ryan your guy next week? You're going to just start giving Sam Ellinger more reps? Or have we entered the Nick Foles era? Um, no, I think Matt Ryan is going to be the guy next week. At least that's what Jeff Saturday said last night. And, and for the most part, what Jeff Saturday has said, Jeff Saturday has you know backed up, I guess, um, his words. I mean, I don't know what you know Jim Mercer may try to decide behind the scenes because that's why we got Sam Ellinger and supposedly for the rest of the season, a little over a month ago, that was the decision made by the owner. But Jeff Saturday said last night that it's going to be Matt Ryan, you know, coming up next, and Matt Ryan's going to continue to hold on to the ball too long and not throw it away. And I, I mean, listen, if you watched that game last night or go back and watch it, I don't know why you'd want to. But Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman had great examples of how frustrating a Colts fan should be with that offense and that quarterback and how mismanaged and how awful it is. Uh, Troy Aikman was all over it last night in describing exactly how they were playing and wondering why they were playing that way and wondering what happened to Matt Ryan. It was on full display in a standalone nationally televised game last night for everybody to see, and it was embarrassing. Let's move it over to the Pacers beating the Lakers 116 to 115. That last second three point shot. The Pacers are 12 and 8. The Lakers are 7 and 12. Um, now, again, the, the Lakers may very well be better off without LeBron. I, I, I would certainly like to see that uh, for them, if only because I'm just exhausted by LeBron. Uh, but the Pacers at 12 and 8, 
this is a team that's playing pretty well. This is a team that keeps fighting to the end. Um, this is this is the kind of win that can make a team say, wow, we really can do anything, can it? Yeah, you know what they're doing? They're doing what I think a lot of people like to see the pace, or I should say the Colts be able to do, and that's, you know, looking at the future and you go, oh, wow, they have a nucleus of a growing, a very young team. And, you know, you kind of think about what they can be down the road. But, but Tony, right now they're giving it to you in the now. They're giving it to you in the moment. And last night was a great example of that. They were down 17 in the fourth, did not leave it, fought their way back into it. And then that final play that we've watched, and I heard, you know, you get the call from Valley Sports Indiana and Kristen Aaron and Quinn Buckter on my uh, uh, return into your show. It, it was interesting to note that, that Tyrese Halliburton, and it's going to get lost in the shuffle because Andrew Nemhar, the rookie, made a great three over LeBron James. But it was Halliburton, you know, getting that tipped rebound off of the Miles Turner missed three, who basically got that pass for the game winner to Nemhart. Nemhart put that up with point four remaining on the clock. I can't even imagine that sense of presence that you have to have in that moment. That's certainly not a sense of presence that any of these Colts players have, but that's something that Halliburton has. He's been magnificent at the point. He showed that again last night. And all credit from the Gonzaga rookie for stepping up and draining a three on LeBron James at the buzzer. That's exactly what Indianapolis fans needed, especially after that Colts game. This team, Tony, is fun to watch, and they're also ahead of schedule. They're fun to watch ahead of the schedule, doing stuff in the now that we did not expect, and we'll see where it goes. But, man, last night last night was really special after just what was a disastrous football game in our town. Only 62 more games for the Pacers to go. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot to go, but I mean, you take it where you can get it. And last night, last night was fun. And, again, go back and watch that play with Halliburton making that decision in the final seconds there. It is amazing the calm, cool, and collective nature in which he handled that situation I think most people would freak out about. It was truly amazing, even beyond the, the uh, Nimhard made three for the win.